Hey, folks, this is Brian Blessing. Hope you're enjoying the Hockey Betting Podcast. We have a couple chuckles. Try to get you a lot of winners. If you like what you're hearing, hit the subscribe button. Give us a review. Give us a rating. Most importantly, enjoy the hockey and keep coming back to the Hockey Betting Podcast. You're listening to the Hockey Betting Podcast, presented by BetChrisCanada.net. This is the Hockey Betting Preview for Monday, February 17th, and Tuesday, February 18th, 2020. And now, live from Las Vegas, the host of the Hockey Betting Podcast, Brian Blessing. Here we go, brand new week, no time to waste. It was a great weekend. Hope you guys cashed in. Brian Blessing in Vegas, Cam Stewart, hanging out north of the border in the Burbs of Toronto in beautiful downtown Mississauga. Buddy, good weekend. Um, Friday, we had the light menu. We we hit the over with the Carolina-Jersey game. Uh, the one that worked out really good was uh, having seen the Blues play and how bad that they actually are in their own end now. Yeah. Hit the over in the Nashville game on Saturday, which was one of our key games. And then the one that's it's just ridiculous – you and I, how many years now, Cam? Uh, what, Buffalo, Toronto? Oh, no, no, but how many years have you and I have been doing this? Uh, 10 to 15? Four, no, it's 14. 14? Wow. 2005. 2005. As soon as I moved here, you and I started doing stuff together. Since we started doing this, we've talked about when Buffalo and Toronto play, the building in Buffalo is half Leafs fans, if not more, yep. the two worst teams in the league play it like it's a playoff game. The crowd, that's what happened the first year here in Vegas because so many visiting fans were here, and Vegas was a much better home team because of it. And now it's all Golden Knights fans, and they don't have the home ice advantage they used to have. I, I told that to Bill Foley when he first moved here. Oh, no, I want all Golden Knights fans. I said, let me tell you something. You'll have a better home record, and there'll be a buzz in the barn when the visitors can come in and watch these games. Anyway, since we've been together now 14 years, when the Sabres and Leafs play over in Buffalo, under Under in Toronto. Toronto, For sure. All right. Now, this year, uh, that angle went three and one. One of the games in Toronto, both games in Buffalo, high scoring. One in Toronto was high scoring, but one was a 2-1 game. So on that angle alone, without knowing anything, we went three and one this year. Yeah, no, it's uh, some things are uh, over time. They just proved to be true, and that's what it is. If they had a game tonight, we'd probably uh, go under, Brian. Yeah, I got to be honest with you. It's actually interesting this weekend. Uh, I got burned on some teams that should won in parlays actually hurt me with the chalk, but the totals were absolutely amazing. And you know me, I'm more of a sides man, but the, the totals. And what was another one that we talked about? This Edmonton team. They're playing to unders now. Without oh, we had the, David, yep, that's without, right. We, without we had the, the Florida game. And, and Zach Cassian, when I saw that six and a half with Florida, they got the five goals. Ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you, there should have been three goals. Uh, the, the Florida kept on pulling the goalie. They scored extra goals there. <laughs> like, it was ridiculous. It almost got to six, six because of the stupid stuff that happened at the end of the game. It was a two-to-one hockey game. But we're hitting that, and Edmonton's playing a lot of unders right now, buddy. It started with Tampa Bay. The funny thing is that game, uh, it, uh, was that a was, was that Saturday? It was Saturday afternoon. afternoon. Yep. It was a day game, right? So I'm flipping back and forth between the golf and the hockey and all this other stuff. And so I put this on for like the last seven minutes. And I base I got it counted as a winner. But Rhonda sits down. 
So she's watching the game, and I'm going, I've, I've seen this act before. It's 2-1, yep. six minutes to go. And she goes, well, who are you rooting for? I said, I'm not rooting for anybody. I'm rooting for nothing. And, <laughs> but, I said, but I know, I know the, 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 key, the key is was that Florida didn't score to tie to two. Someone get a goal, and then exactly. it was potentially a lose. Well, anyway, so it's 2-1. Well, they pull the goalie with almost four minutes to go because they had a power play. As a bam, there's one. Bam, here's another one. Another, Two it's four one. Then I'm like, I'm probably still good. But if Florida comes down and scores one, oh no! <laughs> exactly. No, that's the thing. Like that's what I told you about these other people. Like, don't tell me it's over till it's over. I've seen every crazy thing happen. When you gamble on a daily basis, you're gonna have bad beats and craziness all the time. But I'm glad we, you know what? Part of uh, gambling too. You got to watch it. You can't rely on box scores. And we started to see the way Edmonton was playing, the injuries that they had. They had to play a different style. It was dry sidle. You know, he's going to be their offense, but they're a lot tighter in their own end. They've been getting good goaltending lately from uh, Mike Smith's been great in the sec, you know, the last few weeks. He's been absolutely brilliant, maybe the last month and change. Uh, I'll tell you something, though, Brian. This Edmonton team, I got to give them full marks. Without McDavid, it's kind of like it was very similar to Mike Trout in baseball. McDavid obviously makes them better. Mike Trout makes the Angels better, but they won when he wasn't in the lineup. And Dreisaitl understands they're more, uh, you know, responsible in their own end, and they're playing great hockey right now. Full marks to the Oilers for doing it without their star. All right. By the way, trades are starting to kick in, bud. I mean, it's 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 going to get squirrely. Trade deadline one week from today. Um, uh, to that end, we we should um, actually figure out. How we're gonna do next week because that trade deadline is gonna have yeah great good call. Well, you know what, Brian? Let's worry about that next week. Let's let's bet now. Gambler is calling. <laughs> My name is Gambler. Let's just stick to the picks. Free about <laughs> yeah, exactly. Florida is at San let's Jose. San Jose. Uh, my God. Seriously? Can you believe they beat Minnesota? Hey, 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 Minnesota. Good stuff. Good stuff. You get rid of Boudreaux and you don't even score a goal against the Sharks. Just get bent. And I'll tell you something. Oh, we're going to play a new system. We're the Minnesota Wild. You know what? I get it. If you're going to get a go out and get try to get Gallant or one of these other coaches, Babcock, sure, go for it. But I'll tell you something about hockey, Brian. And me and you, you call me a box of rocks. Yeah, we're box of rocks. And you said it. If you want a job, if you want job stability in this league, you're not going to get any. But that's the one thing about hockey compared to other sports. Once you play the game, you understand the game. It doesn't take a rocket scientist to coach a hockey team. I could do it. You could do it. And you get rid of Boudreau for what? For it, what? Uh, to bring in uh, Dean Evison? They, to, they, they, like they, you, were, you were seven, three, and one in your last you playing eleven good. Games. I know. It's playing a, good. Uh, you know what, Bill Guerin? You're an idiot. Like I, I don't care. I'll, I'll say it right now. I don't care if Minnesota plays better or whatever. Bruce Boudreaux did not deserve to lose his job. With the clowns that they have on that team, it's a complete success, overachieving, old stars. Yeah, yeah. you want to talk about Metamucil. It's a two-game parlay with the Sharks and Wild. Like They got old, aging stars on horrible contracts. The guy did a wicked job. So anyway, I wanted to get that off my chest. Good work losing to San Jose at home. Anyway, we got San Jose and Florida, Brian. I like Florida in this spot. I think San Jose, the injuries catch up with them. The Panthers will drive you nuts, too. If you want to talk about a team that will we'll put you in the loony bin, it's Florida. I don't like to lay 50 cents, but in regulation, I, whatever, the Florida Panthers win this game today. All right, man. I can't do it. I can't lay the – I can't no, – you're, Well, you're smart because I, 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 I bet more games. with these guys. <laughs> yeah, uh, they're the total, crazy. Now, the total, what we're seeing from six and a half is down to six. Uh, I, yeah, I just, no, I'm not even going to touch the total. I, know, but the how, how do you, I, I Listen, I'm, I'll root for you, my friend. But Florida's a dog's breakfast right now. They are in free fall, three, six, and one. 
and their last two. Uh, the only motivation San Jose has is that their first round pick is Ottawa's now. <laughs> you know? You're San Jose, though. You talk about it. They're not in a good scheduling spot. They went into Minnesota. And now they're coming back home. That quick home thing when when you go on the road, it's a ba- it's a recipe for disaster. The last time a team did that, I think Minnesota. They caught uh, I forget who it was. Nashville maybe at a bad time and beat them like seven nothing. It was weird. Like it, it's just one of those things. San Jose is there now. They're back home. Florida. I don't think they're Florida's quitting, but they're finding other teams are really good. You know what I mean? Like the Leafs are ahead of these guys. Like they got to figure it out quickly. They show up today. I'm going to throw one at you here. The Islanders at Arizona. Arizona, You like the over. Arizona's $1.35 at home. The Islanders have been shut out now. I know. Back-to-back games. Now, they played Vegas through the sink at them on Saturday. They sure did. Well, here's the thing. Trotz is is brilliant, and I I think these guys are still a danger, but they're uh, they got a banana peel going on about making the playoffs right now but he what he's done he started doing this at the beginning of the year Varlamov Grice Varlamov Grice it was just every other night he's out of his mind for not playing Varlamov again today the uh, the only way Vegas scored the other night Varlamov at the tail end of the second period went behind the net and he and the defenseman had a miscue like do you want you know he left it behind the net the defenseman thought he was going to pass it to him Vegas guy got it, put it out in front. Riley Smith scored. You needed a uh, pistol no, I needed, to beat I needed this guy. That. I needed the Islanders. I, I was so but, mad at so now it's so, so now it's Grice. Yep. All right. Barzal was flying all over the place. I I, I do. I think this is a, a breakout game. I think the Islanders get some goals here and snap out of this. I, I would lean to the over. And honestly, I, I can't see trots in these guys. I mean, I got Barry Trotz on my side. It's Arizona. I, I, I lean, love, I love I the lean, Islanders. I lean the Islanders, but no, I, I, I like the over. I, li- I like the Islanders more than the over, to be honest with you. I think they uh, play good defensively. You know, I think they win like a, a three to one, three to nothing type of game today. Uh, Arizona, sure, you beat Washington. And I was on them that night, Brian. That game was kind of weird. Like, I had a lot of disagreements with people on my other shows who loved Washington as their play of the day. I just, that game smelled weird to me. The Islanders. They've been horrible. You're right. They can't score today in Arizona. They buckle. They put the seatbelt on. They buckle up and they take care of business. Give me the New York Islanders plus one fifteen today against Arizona. I love it and I lean over as well. Uh, Calgary yep. is hosting Anaheim. Cam, to our loyal listeners and the audience is growing. Thankfully, yeah. Keep on t- tell your friends. Yeah, hopefully yeah, uh, we make money. Don't get well, me, yeah. right, can, I, can I just? I'll just one more mini pat on the back, but what we'll, for ourselves. But what, yep. what we want you to do is learn from it. You know, okay, we want you to listen. It has been an absolute ATM machine this year. We put the caveat on it if it's a four-game road trip, that the first game home from a four-game road trip is a train wreck for the home team. Calgary was at Vancouver. And, and by the way, a four-game road trip that was really a nothing burger because it was all on the West Coast. Vancouver, San Jose, the Kings, and the Ducks. The point is, that Calgary was gone since February 7th. They were gone a week. Came home and played the Blackhawks, who couldn't get out of their own way, and lost 8-4. Is that not one of the greatest betting angles we've ever found in our life? Yeah, it's uh, it's crazy. Yeah, no, I, I'll tell you something. That was absolutely pathetic. It was interesting, too. Calgary has a real problem on their hands. They needed to get a, a, a big save, Dave. I, I, it's big sieve, Dave. 
uh, Riddick get back in the groove. He was horrible that game. He got pulled. They brought in Cam Talbot. He got slapped around. I'll tell you something, though. Calgary and Anaheim feeling good about themselves with a win against Vancouver because Demko started. Calgary murders Anaheim today. I'll take them uh, I'll take them uh, parlayed. I'll take them in regulation. I'll take them minus one and a half. Flames in a bounce back. That's my angle. You get embarrassed by Chicago. Okay, Anaheim, feel good about yourselves. Calgary is going to be in a bad mood, and uh, they're going to win this game, Brian. Would you go puck line? I'm doing all. I'm putting. I'm doing. I'm doing the flame three step. Hope I don't get burned. Parlay, <laughs> regulation minus one and a half. Sign me up. All right, here we go. Now uh, the fact that they lost, I think I'm. There's a couple things in play here. It's a Stanley Cup rematch of two years ago. Washington's at Vegas. Now, when Ovechkin won the cup, he's like swimming in the Bellagio fountains with the cup. And they didn't find oh, yeah, they didn't, they didn't story, find, not water. Yeah, they didn't find him for two days. <laughs> know, uh, yeah. Right. He listen, he's at six ninety eight. This chase for seven hundred. I think he gets it today. I, I think, think he gets two today. I think he yep. gets a couple goals today and gets it. And Vegas was fortunate uh, to their credit. They, they came back against the Blues the other night from a two goal deficit. Yep. And then Varlama frustrated them. Flurry got the shutout, but he faced, you know, he, he had to make a couple big saves at the tail end. Yeah, but, Letty. But well, I, my Islanders were a little unlucky, too. They hit a bar. Like, yeah, but you're yeah, right. Vegas don't play them. But sure. I, I, I kind of like Washington off a loss coming Love in here. Them. We're reading each other's mail. I'll tell you so far, I like every friggin' road team, I think, except for uh, Calgary. Calgary, I think, battles back against Anaheim. Actually, no, no. I, I can't say that. The last game, I, I, I have a different uh, take on that one, too. But I love Washington today. Same as the Islanders, Brian. Same price. We're got two dogs. Two sit down, boy. Down, boy. Plus one fifteen. Give me the Washington Capitals and Ovechkin. I'm also going to do a prop with him, like overshots on goal. Everything with Ovechkin tonight. He leaves it all out in the ice in Vegas. You said it, man. This guy's going to make a statement tonight. I think Washington gets it done, especially coming off a loss against the Desert Dogs. Too love the Capitals. All right, now the Lightning. Yeah, they make a trade. Uh, Good Blake, trade for them. Blake Coleman's going to be coming. He won't be there today. No, he won't. But here, here would be my take on this one. Uh, well, first of all, some of them recently have gone over, but I think since they started instituting outdoor games, yeah, my best guess. Here, let me just ask you a, a generic question: How many outdoor games do you think there've been since the the first one, since the Pittsburgh Buffalo game? Do you think around twenty? I'm thinking, yeah, I was going to say between like 17 and 22. Uh, so, so I was at, right around that number. So call it 20. I yeah. bet you the under is 14 and 6. I would agree. I think it might even be, yeah, I, I would say yes, yes. Uh, most of the unders are there. I watched that game too, you know, it's Colorado a- Springs. It was, it was nice, but the camera angles, all the other stuff. Oh, the cameraman, the guy they had filming the game, A, never shot a hockey game in his life. I'll guarantee oh, I it. It was a satellite photo, and he was showing he was showing the boards. And then finally, they exactly. either changed the guy five minutes in, or somebody told him, you know, tighten it up a little bit. But the first five minutes of the game, they were like ants down there. But anyway, it was brutal. The outdoor, the game I hate was, outdoor games. I do too. Hey NHL, like it was nice. Like the people of Colorado Springs, the Armed Forces. It's a great idea. It's stupid. You think Colorado wants to play an outdoor game? They don't even have a home field advantage. It's ridiculous. Well, home okay. ice advantage. I'm telling you something, though, Brian. Usually you fade the team coming Thank off you. that game. It's an altitude. I'm taking Colorado today. Oh, see, that's why we're okay. Good. We got a disagreement. Because I, what I was going to say is the outdoor games, 
A, you never know what the ice conditions are going to be. Uh, and you never, you know, the only time, you know, the games that have gone over camp are the days that are sunny because there's glare and the goalies can't yeah. see the puck. Exactly. It's overcast and there's weather. The game is an under game. You don't know about the ice. Agree more. You're in the wind. The only way you score are off faceoffs and on power plays because it's a garbage dump and chase game. That being said, I got to go with Tampa here. I don't. I, 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 I don't. Well, I'm, I'm glad we disagree on one game. Here's this. Tampa Bay, I watch that Philadelphia game too. This team is so lucky. I get they're good, but every call helped them too. It was ridiculous. The Flyers had tic-tac calls against them in that game. It was, it was nuts. Then they start clawing back. It was, I'm telling you something. Tampa Bay's been hanging on by a thread. Colorado uh, should have beat L.A. Jonathan Quick played his ass off in that game. They were peppering him with shots early. And then Toffoli, he gets the hat trick with the empty netter. Don't let it, don't, don't let it fool you that the Kings beat these guys 3-1. to one. Colorado dominated. Tampa Bay's going into there today. I don't care if it's off an outdoor game, whatever. Colorado makes a statement. They know the Lightning's one of the best teams in the league. They're at home. Give me the Avalanche as a home dog. Well, we I disagree. Will, That's the only game we disagree on. Let, let, let me say this. You know, if it's radio or, or, or the podcast, you don't want stuff being a love fest. You know, and the crazy thing is, in, in all sincerity, you and I agree pro- probably 80% of the time. It's yeah, insane. Yeah, it, it is. I mean, we really, really do. I just think it's a good spot for Colorado. And that outdoor game, too, they play in altitude. They're, they're back in their building. I think they're going to be, I think there's going to be a jump in their step, actually. They're going to be happy to be back in the Pepsi Center. After that debacle, Tampa Bay goes in there. I'm telling you, man, I think the Avalanche, I, I think they jump on these guys early, Brian. I could see them winning this game like 5-2. to two. Like, I like the Avalanche tonight. We're going to have a jump on our step when we come right back and talk about Tuesday's card. We'd like to thank BetChrisCanada.net for their support of the Hockey Betting Podcast. I'm Brian Blessing in sunny Las Vegas. And I'm Cam Stewart in cold Toronto, Canada. If you love hockey and you're in Canada, and Cam is, look for a Bet Chris near your next holiday destination. Bet Chris offers the best value odds on Canadian and international sports. Use the promo code PODCAST when you open up your account at a Bet Chris location. So, if you're planning a trip to exotic locations from the Caribbean and Mexico to Peru and almost everywhere, in between the odds are very good there's a bet chris sportsbook where you're going on holiday for more information about visiting a bet chris location while you're on holiday visit betchriscanada.net that's betchriscanada.net use the promo code podcast back with you on the hockey betting podcast brian blessing cam stewart well monday's a holiday right we get uh, president's day we get matinee games but because there are the, it looks, it's kind of an inordinate amount of Monday games, Cam. We're not getting the Baker's Dozen here on a Tuesday night. We're looking at a seven-game menu. Yeah, I like it. It's not, it's not uh, you know, I, I like the old uh, between seven and ten, you know. So I, I think it's a good number. Sometimes I think the NHL should spread it out a little bit more. I know I, I like a seven-game sked. Going to be an interesting one, Brian. Lots of uh, good matchups here. And, uh, yeah, it's tough. It's not easy. I, I, the, the Monday card... I like a little bit this one. Uh, there, there's some tough, tough games here. Well, Columbus and Philly. Now, these are two teams uh, that are right there on the edge. And Columbus has lost five in a row. Flyers are yep. laying a dollar forty. Total is five and a half to the over. You know, the one thing, knock on wood, Cam, uh, actually been on a number of these. All of a sudden, the Flyers are on this over 
trend. I agree. I like the over in this game. I think Columbus will get a few. I think Philly wins and the game goes over, Brian. I know Philly's coming back. Um, you know, Tampa Bay, it's not – you look at that road trip kind of angle. I'm just telling you, I like the way the Flyers are playing. I watched that team. They got no help. Uh, Carter Hart was not very good in that game against Tampa Bay as well. Columbus, on the other hand, they're slip sliding. They had a 2 to nothing lead against the Devils. They pissed it away. There's a problem with this team right now. It's a reasonable price with Philadelphia, and I agree with you. I think the game goes over 5.5. I think Philly gets four, four themselves, five themselves. So, yeah, 5.5 over. Then we get – and what we should talk about here is not one, but two. We're getting the home-and-home home set here Yep, with Toronto and Pittsburgh. In the first game, Pittsburgh's $1.35, six and a half to the over. Uh, I kind of give Toronto a better shot in, in, I like Toronto in, in, this, game. in this game. I agree. I think the coach I just, called them out, Brian. I'll give you an angle just from in my backyard. Uh, the coach is pissed right now. Said there's a worse hockey like we've been playing like since Babcock was there. This team looks gutless. They barely hung on to beat Ottawa. Buffalo kicked their ass. This is a this is a wake up call game, also a revenge spot. When Toronto had to bring up like their four string goalie when everybody was hurt, Pittsburgh embarrassed them. I think the Leafs remember that. Uh, I, I think Toronto goes into Pittsburgh and beat and beats them. I think plus one fifteen is a good price. I like the Leafs a lot in this spot. Actually, they're going to be motivated. Pittsburgh, they better bring their A game or Toronto's going to slap them around. This is the one game I think Toronto. They've been playing so bad, Brian. This is the wake-up call game. They understand no more screwing around. I think uh, Pittsburgh could be tough here. I like the Leafs plus one fifteen. You're a brave man. I I I think I think yeah. I I think Toronto in the second game. I love Pittsburgh, Uh, but Pittsburgh could sweep them too. I've told you. I think Toronto's been so many times this year. They're overrated. And I I feel I feel like I tell you that I'm not being a I'm not being a dick. I I think they're lucky. They uh, are. It's a miracle. Tie-in games, winning games. Uh, Arizona beats them in overtime. The goal gets taken away, and then they. Oh, I know. This guy, I mean, you know, but and 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 at the same time, I give him a. I can't give him a complete pass, but the Buffalo thing, they had to play Ottawa. Buffalo's fresh as a daisy with their season on the line because they, their only hope now is they're only eight games or eight points it behind the Leafs with a game in hand. Buffalo's season was on the line. But Toronto got their ass handed to them. And, they did. I mean, you talk about working that defense down low. Toronto's just, you know, you know, you got these guys up front that can go nuts. Um, I think it's correlated, Cam. If you like Toronto, I think the safer plays the over. Yeah, I like Toronto in the over in the game. I, I'm not sure. Yeah, safe. What I just like the spot, Brian. And you know me. Sometimes you got to look at teams and say, hey, you know, they haven't been playing very good. But you also have to un- understand when they come out of it, you better be motivated. Yeah, I, I know it was Buffalo. The Leafs just they they, they 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 were they were already thinking about Pittsburgh in that game, and which I don't know why, but they were. They needed a kick in the ass. The coach is going to give them one. Campbell's actually been good. Anderson's the problem. We have a goal. We have a goaltending controversy now. Thank God they went out and got got Campbell. He's oh, been great. Yeah. The players like him. Uh, he's a cool dude. He's fun. Really nice guy, you know, and the players are bonding with him. Freddie Anderson's uh, been, like, he's not been the same goalie, too. I'll tell you one thing, Brian. We talk about the trade deadline. The Leafs are sniffing around Manson, the defenseman from Anaheim. It's a name that's been brought up a lot. They got to get somebody. I know Anaheim will like a lot, but they definitely need a defenseman. They better do it quick. That uh, trade with L.A. really worked out well to get Campbell, and it was a kind of an under-the-radar guy. I like the Leafs in this situation. I know it's hard to back a cold team, but it's a good spot for them. Uh, not for me, buddy. Uh, Montreal laying a dollar eighty at Detroit. Five like and a half. 
Yeah, I don't like the game. Here's, I, I, don't, I, don't like the game. I don't like the game, but if you're a degenerate and want to bet every game on the board, think about this. Detroit, you know, <laughs> embarrassed. Think it, about this. Get help. <laughs> yeah, think about this. If you're betting this game, you got a bigger problem than me, and i got lots of problems. Brian Brian knows my life. It's uh, I got a lot. Of, anyway, let's get, let's move on. Detroit plus one fifty five. Uh, yeah, if Jimmy Howard doesn't play, I think they got a chance. That guy's it's poor guy. He's just he he's lost it. They don't really give much front of, help in front of him too. But laying eighty cents with Montreal, that's ludicrous. Uh, pass, but yeah, it's Detroit pass. or nothing. But I'm not going to bet it. Hey, the moral support thing's all well and good, but thankfully your problems aren't contagious. Yeah, they're not airborne. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's right. <laughs> All right. A SARS coronavirus parlay? No thanks. Uh, anyway, Buffalo. Yeah, well, Ottawa. All right, here we go. Saber, 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 Saber. And overtime. Oh, I like Buffalo. There you go. I Here's the thing. They're, they're going to go on a heater now. Listen, this is the thing I talked about during the All-Star break. They had 9 to 10 at home. They came out of the gate. They blew it. They they lost to Ottawa, Montreal. They lost garbage games, in, you know, or they'd be, they'd be two points behind the Leafs, all right? But you know what? There's a big difference going on with Buffalo Cam. Victor Olofsson is back. Yeah, helps the and, power play. Oh, yeah. I, in this case, he, he would have been player. the runner-up to McCarr for Rookie of the Year had he not missed five yeah. weeks. This kid, they are a completely different team, uh, you know, with, with that kid. They're they're getting some, VC. They're some of these guys are starting to play good. Uh, you know, can they sustain it? Now they've won three in a row, and the the good news is the loss that's sticking in their craw, and the post the Ottawa loss. The post game comments. You know, they they just got done beating the Leafs instead of you know you know piling on the Leafs and sticking a fork in the Leafs. Every guy said Ottawa, Ottawa. Ottawa, you know we they, we can't take Ottawa lightly. Ottawa beat us the the price is right. I I think to pick them, yeah. Give me the Sabers. I think you got to go with Buffalo here. Oh, definitely. I uh, I think Buffalo goes into Ottawa revenge oh. from Ottawa beating them. It's a it's a good situation. And by the Buffalo way, Hutton's actually game. playing decent. Yeah, I don't know what's going on, man. Yeah, he he figured something out. It's uh, confidence is a crazy thing when you're a goaltender. You have a couple good games. It's like, okay, I can play this game again. He's starting to, he's not overthinking. He's not overcommitting. It's a good, good situation. As for Ottawa, you know, they're, they're grinders. I actually, you know, I'll tell you something, man, this is not going to be an easy game for Buffalo. I like them. I was on Brian. I must be crazy, but we've been betting hockey a long time. My buddy called me an idiot yesterday for taking Ottawa against Dallas. I go, do you not watch what's happening? Dallas slips. They beat the Leafs. They got, Montreal got jobbed in that game, and you think they're just going to go in Ottawa and win? Oh. Like, are you nuts? Hey, like, I should have sm- smashed Ottawa. I people call I, my buddy called me an idiot. I text him back. Oh, you're the idiot. Figure out what's going on. This was a horrible situation for Dallas, but now Ottawa feeling good about the win. It's better for Buffalo. Thank God Ottawa won that game because that helps the Sabers. By the way, uh, we always whine about the bad beats. You know, don't forget there's another side of that coin. And every blue moon, something good happens to you. Our biggest play going into the weekend was Dallas sitting in Montreal, waiting for Montreal coming home from Pittsburgh. Yeah, and Montreal there. was up three nothing. Dallas yeah. came back and got him in overtime. So we got lucky there. Uh, let's go. Uh, Carolina Nashville pass. A do- hey, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Okay. I'll, I'll make you it tell case. me. Yeah, well, you make it. Nashville's laying. 25 cents in this game. 25, yes. 30 cents. The you like total, Nashville? No, the total on the game is six. Okay. All right. We yep. had uh, the over. No, uh, Nashville. Yes. Lost 6-2 at Vancouver. 
Yeah, came they pummeled, came, they pummeled, came home, but they put no, 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 five up. twice. Yep. No, 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 no. They they came home. Beat the Islanders five and nothing. put five up on the Islanders. Yes, and then they get the offense going uh, with a four three win over the Blues. I, I think this is a, a, a national team skill wise is starting to do some good things, but I still think they're flawed in their own end. I like the over. You no, know Brian, I'm going to follow you on this one because I have no opinion of the game. You're right about Nashville, though. Like I, th- I'm thinking about taking Carolina as a dog coming off that loss to Edmonton. But yeah, I'll ride the over with you. I agree. Nashville can score in Carolina. We definitely know they could score. So you know yeah, what? The total's not six and a half. It's six. If it was five and a half, I'd smash it. You know what? Maybe more than that, buddy. Uh, it's only thirty cents, and that that is the ceiling for me. But Nashville is feeling their oats. Nashville, we called the, we called this said that's a team that you know so much has been expected of them in recent years, and they, and this year was just a disaster. But here they come, here they come. They've won three in a row, and they're literally uh, just a point out of the playoffs. Look out! Yeah. For, I like Nashville too. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 you know what? I, I like to take these small dogs in these situations, but you're right. Nashville's playing a lot better. They make a move at the deadline, as you said, in a couple shows before. They could be a very scary team because the West, I think, is so wide open. I know we think Colorado might be the best, but it's a very thin line between every team. What about Dallas? You want to meet these guys in the playoffs? Are you kidding me? With Ben and Bishop and whatever? They're the, like, they almost went to the Stanley Cup final last year. You're right, Brian. Yeah, lean to Nashville at the over, but that, that's more your play. I'm going to ride your wave on that one. Next game? New Jersey at St. Louis. I'll tell you one thing. The Blues should show up after losing a lot of games in a row. I'm not pulling the trigger. I think New Jersey might be live. They're playing better hockey. Then it's Coral. As I predicted. So, and that was New Jersey in the over. Well, I like the over. And, and I'll tell you why. This is what we talked about going into the weekend. Uh, I believe we did. I know we, we talked. On no, the we've ball. been hitting the totals big time with no, St. No, no. Louis. We had the over that game on Saturday. But, but the rationale was, and again, it, it's so, you know, the first and foremost thing was was Bo Meester, the guy, you hope he's healthy, and then they played their heart out uh, and lost the high-scoring game in Vegas and then went home and lost the high-scoring game to Nashville. The second game, I think, you know, they're tired and beat down, and it was a low-scoring game. But the thing that the takeaway was, uh, first of all, the punch to the gut, and now they're a hockey team, life goes on for them. But the bottom line is, Bo Meester, the hockey player, isn't there. They've got they've got issues at the moment in their own end, and Jersey plays one way. I I think this is up and down the ice. I I think it's an over. Yeah, no, I, I like the over in this game too. The Devils have been scoring, right? That's the thing. Uh, they've been putting money in people's pockets, man. They were a home dog against Columbus again. Like I'm just going to keep on riding this Devils wave. St. Louis, yeah, should St. Louis win? Yeah, they're two ten favorites. They should win. But I'm not very attractive just automatically putting them in parlays. I think New Jersey has a great chance in this game. If Blackwood starts, New Jersey will make my card with the over. He'll still let in some goals, and New Jersey will score. Yeah, it is correlated because I think the Devils could win like a, a you know, 4-3, to 5-3 to three type of game. So I got to take them at plus 180. All right, buddy. And then let's wrap it up. Final game on the proverbial docket. The Kings out of the outdoor game at Jets. Winnipeg. Jets land 155 and a half. Jets, 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 Jets. Kings were lucky to win that game. Uh, hopefully, Quick doesn't play, and then I'll uh, and then I'll smash the Jets because he played good in that game. But then again, from an outdoor game going into Winnipeg, that's a house of horrors for LA. Winnipeg understands how important things are too. 
They swept past Chicago after a bad start in that game. I think they keep the train rolling. Give me the Jets. It's 50 cents. I'll take them in reg or parlay them with something I like. When you're a Jet, you're a Jet all the way from Wait. your first cigarette <laughs> to your last dying day. <laughs> when you're a Jet. <laughs> wow. What's that? West Side Story? Yeah. <laughs> See, I'm not a, we're not boxes of rocks, Brian. Uh, yeah, we are. But anyway, good luck with everyone's bets this week. That's, I like that better than the fireman going, Jay, hey, look, I can spell. J-E-T. Here's my, here's my fireman opinion. Ed. I hey, know you hey, know fi- the guy. Hey, hey, fireman Ed, get bent, you traitor. <laughs> Even Jet fans hate fireman Ed now. They're, he, like, yells at them at the game. They go, shut up, fireman Ed. Where were you uh, the last few years? Like, this guy just jumps back into it. He thinks he's the man. Hey, fireman Ed beat it. We don't need you. <laughs> anyway, good luck with your hockey picks. Hey folks, this is Brian Blessing. Hope you're enjoying the Hockey Betting Podcast. We have a couple chuckles. Try to get you a lot of winners. Hey, we hope you like what you're hearing. And if you do, hit the subscribe button and give us a review. Give us a rating. Most importantly, enjoy the hockey and keep coming back to the Hockey Betting Podcast. The handicapping and sports odds information contained on this podcast is for entertainment purposes only. Please confirm the wagering regulations in your jurisdiction as they vary from state to state, province to province, and country to country. Using this information to contravene any law or statute is prohibited. The podcast is not associated with, nor is it endorsed by any professional or collegiate league, association, or team. This podcast does not target and is not intended for an audience under the age of 18. If you think that you have a gambling addiction, stop this podcast now and please seek help. Gambling and betting on sports is a form of entertainment and should be about having a good time. But when done excessively, it may negatively affect other areas of a person's life, such as their physical and mental health, school or work performance, finances, and or interpersonal relationships. At BetChrisCanada.net and the Hockey Betty Podcast, we're concerned about the addiction that gambling may cause. And for this reason, we encourage everyone to practice responsible gambling, an approach to gambling that helps you ensure that it remains an enjoyable activity. Here are the main principles of responsible gambling. Don't think of gambling as a way to make money. Always gamble with money that you can afford to lose. Set limits and stick to them. Never chase losses. Don't gamble when you're depressed or upset and create a healthy balance. Always be aware of how much time you spend gambling or thinking about gambling. And do not allow gambling to cause you to miss out on time with family and friends or time spent on other activities you enjoy. By following these guidelines, gambling can be a good time and great entertainment. If you feel at any time that your gambling is taking away from important areas of your life, is causing you stress or depression, or is leading to financial losses that are beyond your control, please reach out for help. Learn more at ResponsibleGambling.org.